From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Greetings, greetings, greetings to Bells in the Bat Free, one and all. In your case, Mr. Bell, one would be all. How's that? Your ratings came in. Oh, do I want to know no, about No, you don't want to know about it. All right, then. Well, anyway, on today's show, I should have some special guests dropping in. And if anything interesting should happen, we'll cut right to it. Yes, I suppose we would do that. Yep. If anything interesting were to happen, whoop, we go right there. Yes, we would. Anyway, in today's... Right there. Okay, Arnie, what's going on? We were supposed to have a meanwhile there. Meanwhile? No, no, you know, meanwhile, and then we're supposed to shift over to something else that's happening at the same time. I don't know of anything that's happening at the same time. That's why we have a meanwhile to take us there. But I don't hear a meanwhile to take us anywhere. Which means that there is something wrong with my meanwhile you later. Meanwhile you later. Yes, it automatically says meanwhile, and then takes us to something that we will find out later is pertinent to this episode. Then why hasn't the meanwhile you later meanwhile? That's a very good question, Mr. Bell. Very good. Hi, guys. What's going on in here? Maybe Brad could meanwhile. Brad can't meanwhile. I can be meanwhile. You insult me. Don't tempt me. What's that box you got there with you, Brad? I don't know. It was sitting in the hall. Thought it might be valuable. Maybe I could sell it on eBay or something. That's my meanwhile, you later. Oh, well, so much for it being valuable. Let me toss it in the trash here. You unplug my meanwhile, you later. How else can I bring it in here? You, I, you, ooh, ooh. Calm down, Arnie. Just pull it out of the trash and plug it in. This is a very sensitive instrument, Mr. Bell. Brad tossing it around me and throwing it out of the sink. It's not in a sink. It's in a trash can. I'm going to plug this in and, ooh, am I going to push you in and nose, Brad? Fighting words, fighting words. Come on, put them up, put them up. Come on, guys. No fighting in the studio. Don't worry, Mr. Bell. This won't last long. Oh, Perry. Thrust. Sting like a bee. Sting like a butterfly. That's my fancy footwork. Guys, look, look. He can't fight. He can't fight here in the studio. Meanwhile... All right, Finley, you got your orders. Now go. Make us proud. Sir, I know that this assignment is crucial, and I will deliver the goods. But at what cost? At what cost? $16.99, plus tax, and any tips you might get. Is the world ready for a super-sized, super-supreme pizza? Is the world ready? I don't know, but the guy who called in the order is. Now go and make us proud. Arnie, what the heck was that? That was your meanwhile, Mr. Bell. Something that's going on at the same time this is going on. That didn't seem to have anything to do with what we're doing here. I think Brad's messing around with it. Misalign the quantum linear synchronizer. Which means... We got a meanwhile from somebody else's show. And sadly, that show sounds a lot more interesting than this show. Nobody asked you, Brad. If I waited for people to ask me things, I'd never say anything. Ooh, we need to keep that in mind. Well, then let's get back to this show. Don't I have a special guest today or something? Well, why don't you check with... 
with your receptionist, Mr. Bell. We don't have a receptionist, Brad. Remember, Miss Schmackelheimer blew up a couple of episodes ago. But if you recall in the last episode, I started my temp agency where people could volunteer to be your receptionist. And you got somebody to do this? Call the front desk and see, Mr. Bell. All right. I'm a little hesitant to do this, but here goes. This is Mr. Caldwell. Mr. Nathan D. Caldwell? Yes, Mr. Coldwall. Uh, do I have a guest? Yes, sir. There's a potato head to see you. Potato head? That's what I said. It's not something else instead? Like maybe Fred? He said he was the head of the planet Potato. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is this the alien from Pluto that first appeared in episode 35? I don't get paid to listen to your podcast. Say, there's an idea for a ratings builder. You be quiet, Brad. Uh, what does the alien want? Well, he seems mad, but that's understandable since you never were able to get the scientists to declare Pluto a planet again. Aha! So you did hear that episode. You said you don't listen to my podcasts. No, I did not say I did not listen to your podcast. What I said was I'm not paid to listen. Hey, this guy sounds like he'd make a pretty slick lawyer there, Mr. Bell. <laughs> and I sure don't need the competition. Okay, okay, Um, I guess you should send him in. Bye now. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, bye-bye. Goodbye. I'm turning off the intercom now. Greetings, Mr. Bell. It is I from the Potato Pluto. You mean the planet Pluto. Not anymore since your silly scientist said that Potato is no longer a potato. Pluto is no longer a planet. Stop rubbing it in. Did you come to Earth to complain about this again? No, I am on vacation. From Pluto? Yes, from Potato. What is Pluto like to live on, anyway? It is a terrible place to visit, but I do not want to live there. What's so bad about Pluto? It is very terrible there. We are having a global potato. Global crisis? Hey, Sid! Why did you have me crisis? I was asking if your planet... Not anymore! If your big round rock Pluto is having a problem. Yes, we are experiencing global warming. Global warming? Yes, giant worms are burrowing under all of our potatoes. Under your cities? Yes, those two. It is very icky there now. So you're vacationing on Earth? Yes, to see your many potatoes. Our many sites. That is what I said. You said our many potatoes. How many potatoes do you have? Never mind. I hope that you enjoy your visit to Earth. I hope we do. We? Do you need to we? I mean, you said we. I am not French. I mean, are you traveling with someone? Oh, yes, I am here with my potato. Your potato. Are you calling my wife names? No, you said potato. I said wife. I'm sure you said potato. Let us not potato on that. Would you like to meet my wife? Uh, she's here? Yes, she is in the potato. In the reception area? No, in the potato. She is powdering her potato. Oh, right. Gotcha. I will send her a signal to join us when she is through powdering. Go right ahead. That was some signal. That was not the signal. I was just clearing my throat. Oh. I will now signal her. Join us when you are done powdering your potato. I am looking forward to meeting her. Are you traveling through time? What? You said you were looking forward. Let me know when you return. No, I meant... I just... I... Okay, I'm back now. And just in time, here comes my potato. Your wife. Oh, have you met? Maybe while you were traveling through potato? No, I just... Uh, um, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Huh? You must enjoy potato Springfield music, too. Buffalo. Are you insulting my potato? No, no, I'm sure she's quite lovely. You won't find out any moment. Come in, dear. <laughs>
She's nine feet tall. Yes, I like these shorter ladies. Uh-huh. Would you like to meet our potatoes? Your what? Our little ones. Are your little ones as big as the little lady? Oh, no, no, no. They are small potatoes. Uh, yeah, sure, then. Um, where are they? They are in the potato sack that she is carrying. Oh, I see. It looks like a potato sack. I just told you it was a potato sack. Yes, well, uh, are they inside this potato sack? Where else would small potatoes be? I agree, dear. He is not the sharpest potato in the glass smart. Okay, uh, let me peek inside the potato sack, and I see... potatoes. Those are not potatoes. Those are my children in the larval state. Oh, uh, are they healthy? My larval potatoes are very hale and hearty. Oh, larval and hearty, huh? No, I didn't get it either, dear. So, when do these larvals, uh, hatch... Or whatever it is they do. They potato. Uh, of course they do. According to my calculations, it should be in five potatoes. Five months? Weeks? Days? Four. Wait. Three. What? Two. Now? One. They're flying. Of course. Has no one told you of the birds and the potatoes? There's hundreds of them. Around 2,000, to be precise. They're everywhere. Yes, dear, I can see that they have my antenna. And they have your eyes. Give Mommy her eyes back. She needs to see. It's like a huge swarm of bees. Not really. Bees have six potatoes. Legs. Legs. How many do these have? They all have eight. How odd. He took a potato leap out of the window. <sighs> you, you there. Stop. Stop. What? What is it? Is this a carjacking? No. No, but I gotta get in. Hey, I don't have time for this. I'm making a delivery. This is an emergency. Do you see that cloud of little tiny things heading this way? Yeah. What are they? What is the most terrible, horrifying thing you can possibly think of? Well, duh, that would be flying spiders. But what does that have to do with... Oh, no! How far have we driven now? I'd say about 300, 400 miles. You think that's far enough? No way, but we'll have to chance it. We're running out of gas and I'm kind of hungry. Okay, let's pull in here. So, uh, should we go in and get something to eat first? No need. I've got a pizza back here. Oh? Oh, let's take a look at that. Whoa, that's one big honking pizza. Yeah, it's the Super Size Super Supreme. It looks delicious. Let's dig in. Uh, that'll be $16.99 plus tax. Now, wait a minute. And any tip you might want to give? Um, okay, uh, about that. I left in kind of a hurry and I didn't bring, uh, like, my wallet. You have your phone, don't you? Yes. Well, do you have Apple Pay? No. PayPal? No. Venmo? No, no. Gimme cash? No. You're not very technologically proficient, are you? Uh, no, I'm not. But you're a podcaster. You should know all this internet stuff. When I started back in 2005, we didn't have all that stuff. Okay, Boomer. Stop that. I'll put it on your tab. I prefer it on my Cook Zero. Is that a dad joke? No, just a bad joke. All right, let me heat it up a little bit here. How are you going to heat it up? I got a prototype of the iPhone 27. It'll reheat a pizza? Oh, yeah. And shine your shoes, mow your lawn, predict earthquakes, alter your personality. All smartphones do that last part. I suppose. Okay, here's your pizza. Thanks. Mmm. Oh, this is good. Oh, I'd better call my office and make sure I'm not missing anything important. Sure, go ahead. Wow, that is one old iPhone. Oh, come on, it's not that old. 
I'm sure the Smithsonian wants this back soon. Oh, hush. Bells in the bat free. This is Paul. How may I direct your call? Oh, hi. Listen, since you're in the basement, I was wondering if you could see if... No, Mr. Bell, I'm not in the basement. You're not in the basement reception area? You don't pay enough for me to be in the basement. I work at Mutual, and I agreed to do this. I'm outside right now, rearranging Jack Ward's thesauruses according to color. Yeah, I've been there. And I have, after this, to go to Tanya Malevich's studio and um, polish her diamond-encrusted voice acting awards. Oh, that'll take a while. Hugo the janitor said I could come to the basement to get some polish and some rags, so um, that's why I agreed to field your calls today. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, anything going on since I left? Um, you did have one person, but I sent them away. Wait, wait, wait. You sent them away? Yeah, well, I didn't think the pun would work on your show. Since when has any pun ever worked on this show? Go on and tell me who it was. Yeah, her name was E. Star Eggs. E Star Eggs. Um, she left me her phone number, but I sent her home. And now she'll probably be hiding. You did have somebody else. Oh, Joy, enlighten me. Um, he's actually down there right now and ready for you to interview. Right now? Hmm. Yes. Um, he is a funeral director, and he also owns a chain of laundromats. Uh, his card says, uh, don't die here. Okay, uh, listen, could you reschedule him for me? Uh, tell him I'll be a... Oh, that was pretty sneaky. Oh, like you've never done it. While you were on your phone call, I filled up with gas, and I think it might be a good idea for us to hit the road again. And why would that be? It would appear that that swarm of flying spiders has caught up with us. Then by all means, hit the gas. And away we go! So, should we pass the time looking at the scenery, making knock-knock jokes? No, I think we ought to just scream incessantly in terror. Good plan. You go first. Oh, thank you. They come from the surface, out Pluto, where the turn potato is apropos. Spiders that can fly will drive us out to new lands to flee the swarm, screaming and crying. I may have to change my underwear. Uh, can you open a window there? On we speed from bugs horrific. Until we drive into the Pacific! You've been listening to Bells in the Battery, episode 310, copyright 2023 by John Bell Creative, LLC. Many thanks to our two unpaid temporary receptionists today. First is Nathan Caldwell. Friends, Bat-Free, fan group folks, lend me your ears. I've not come to replace Sadie, but to honor her. Followed by a duck in rubber boots. I don't think it's that duck. <laughs> Probably not that duck either, but I think we're getting a lot closer. Ha ha, it is to laugh. If you would like to be a temporary receptionist, unpaid, for Bells in the Battery, just go listen to episode 309 to figure out how to do that. I'll be looking forward to your contribution to the show. Thanks for listening and participating. Meanwhile... Where in the world is that pizza I ordered?
looks so cute and cuddly as he hops around, delivering colorful eggs to children around the world. But something has gone wrong. A meteor hit the Earth near this hard-working bunny, and he started to change. This Easter, experience the terror of Easter Bunny. A 50-foot-tall bundle of ferocious fur will deliver eggs that explode on impact. And watch out for that cotton tail. This cute, cuddly colossus is a true basket case. Coming soon to a theater near you, Easter Bunny. Hippity-hoppity, Easter's on its way.